Hello, everyone, and welcome to another All Hallows podcast, the podcast that explores the mundane and metaphysical aspects of Halloween, Samhain, and El Día de los Muertos. In this next episode, we're going to talk about ghosts of a specific city. Many cities across the world are famous for their ghost stories. London, Boston, Manhattan. But for this episode, I thought I'd choose something a little closer to my heart and talk about the ghosts of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Santa Fe, New Mexico is the oldest and highest capital city in this country. The city of Santa Fe was founded somewhere between 1607 and 1610. And while New Mexico officially achieved statehood in 1912, people have been living in the area for thousands of years. The ghost stories are a blend of native, Spanish, and Anglo traditions, and I have visited all these places. The first story we should address is perhaps the most misty, the most legendary, and that's the story of La Llorona, the crying woman. Now, the interesting thing about La Llorona is that she's not unique to Santa Fe. Some permutation of her legend is told all over the Southwest, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, which shows she's more boogie woman than specter, but she's been used to threaten and terrify local children for centuries. La Llorona was a proud and haughty woman, beautiful and intelligent, and one day she fell in love with a soldier. Some versions of the story say that he was highly ranked, and some say that he was up and coming. But whichever version you listen to, they fell in love, got married, and had children. One day, the husband came to his wife and said that he did not want to be married anymore, that he was taking the children and searching for a better marriage, one that could place him higher up. Distraught at being cast aside, the woman who would become known as La Llorona drowns her children in whatever local river the story is being told in, whether it's the Santa Fe River, the Rio Grande, or whatever water source flowed through whatever town the story's told him. Distraught and overcome by her deed, she drowns herself then, and her ghost is heard wailing on the edges of these waterways for the rest of eternity, seeking her dead children. Parents have warned their children that La Llorona might mistake them for her missing children and drag them to a watery grave. Now, obviously, this story is an embellishment of the ancient story of Medea, who, when spurned by her husband Jason and told that he's going to take his sons and go live with his new wife, and that she has no power and no recourse, drowns her children and escapes. Being a Catholic hybrid story, of course the woman can't escape, but must pay for her sins by drowning herself. What people are not aware of, however, is a possible source for the story. Shortly before Cortes appeared and conquered the Aztec people, a goddess appeared in their marketplace, wailing and crying, bemoaning the loss of her beloved children, wondering where they would go and what would happen to them. Approximately two weeks later, Cortes showed up, and the rest is a history of slaughter, absorption, and cruelty. Was this ancient goddess wailing for the loss of her children the true inspiration for La Llorona? Was her story somehow melded along the way with that of Medea, given a patriarchal twist and used to scare children? Seems pretty likely. But that's the only legend we'll treat on, and it's a good place to start. Santa Fe, New Mexico boasts a lot of ghost stories, and I have many friends who've seen ghosts in their houses. A friend of mine, a couple, 
have some sort of presence that walks down their hall on occasion, and I've been witness to it several times. You don't see anything, but you're aware of it. The dogs of the house react strongly, barking, following something with their eyes. Now there's no insect, no drafty door to explain what's going on. The husband of the couple senses nothing, but the wife and I have often, in the middle of a sentence, both looked up and said, oh, our visitor is here. Occurrences like this happen all over Santa Fe. I have another friend whose son would wake up, and there was a man standing by the bed, befuddled, not realizing, perhaps, that he had passed away. I have friends that will not go into a certain inn on DeVargas Street, at least not into the basement, because if you don't, turn the light on, announce yourself, and get out as soon as possible. Presences can be felt. Things can be knocked over. The lights can unexpectedly be plunged into darkness. Something lives in that darkness, in that basement, in that inn. Just up to Vargas Street, a short distance away, is the oldest house in New Mexico, and possibly the oldest house in the country. Certainly its foundations were laid before any present buildings. The story goes that in the 1800s, two sisters, brujas, workers of dark magic, lived in that house. And a certain young man named Juan Espinosa came along, begging for a love potion. They made it for him, but warned him that if it was against his intended's best interest, that it would not work. Made stupid with love, Juan Espinosa gave his intended the love potion, and it had no effect. She married another. Furious and humiliated, Juan demanded his money back from the two sisters. They refused. He drew his sword on two women. At that point, one tripped him, while the other one took his sword and beheaded him, his head rolling down the gentle slope of Devarga Street toward Old Santa Fe Trail. Several acquaintances of mine have mentioned that they've heard the head of Juan Espinosa rolling on a chill autumn night. And if you are ever lucky enough to visit the oldest house in Santa Fe, you will note the eerie energies that exist in the actual portion of the museum that is the original house. If you walk down Old Santa Fe Trail from that point, you will come across the La Fonda Hotel, which is the home of an apparition that appears outside the La Plazuela restaurant, which used to be an open-air courtyard before it was roofed and turned into a two-story restaurant. In the middle of the former open-air courtyard was a well in which it said a salesman, having lost all of his company money in a card game, in despair threw himself into the well and drowned. Pictures have been taken of a white, amorphous shape just outside the doors, and I myself have sat in front of the fireplace many a chill winter night and sensed energy moving about. But of course, in a hotel, that could just be the people. A short walk from the Lafonda Hotel is a new hotel. This new hotel, the Drury Plaza, used to be the Santa Fe St. Vincent's Hospital. And somewhere... Up on one of the floors, it is said that a father and young son died within hours of each other and that their ghosts still haunt that floor. The workers at the Drury will tell you officially that they have not seen a ghost, but I know three people personally who work there who said definitely the ghosts have stayed, ignoring the complete refurbishment of the hotel and still appearing, but ghosts are bad for business. Just across the street is another haunted hotel location, the La Posada Resort and Spa. 
The former Staub Mansion on East Palace Avenue was once the grand home of a very wealthy family, Abraham Staub and his wife, Julia. Julia had six healthy children, but her seventh died soon after birth, and this sent her into a Great Depression from which her life never recovered. She died in 1896, but she is said to have loved her home so much she never left. Room 256, now known as Suite 100, is the Julia Room. Many people have seen her. A friend has an amusing anecdote. She was once in the bathroom and realized her stall was out of bathroom tissue. She sensed that someone was in the stall next to her, and she timidly asked for some, some bathroom tissue. She heard the spool unwinding and saw it dropping to the floor next to her. She reached down and got it, said thank you, finished what she was doing, and proceeded to leave. She wanted to thank the person in the stall next to hers, but the stall was open and the room was empty. You can visit the Staub Mausoleum if you travel down Cereus Road and look in the wonderfully old Fairview Cemetery, just past the corner of Cordova Road on Cerrillos Road. The old Para building used to be a graveyard, which was moved. It's well known as one of the most haunted spots in Santa Fe. There are, of course, tales of skinwalkers, and on a moonlit night, if you're walking home alone, keep your eye out for coyote and perhaps something more spectral. There are other stories that I may touch on, and if you have any to share, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening. Happy All Hallows. Take care of yourselves. And we'll see you soon.